Like he was opposing Democratic nominee Linda Nanny. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Whatever this is, Knox County Mayor, whatever town this is, man. I ain't write that down. I gotta get better at my notes. But uh, Kane and his wife operate a local insurance and real estate company in this town, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just weird writing all this, knowing that this is the dude who used to be with like uh, Undertaker and Paul Bearer, like the dude who run around with the urn and he's like, oh. <laughs> no shit, yo, that's what, that's what Paul Bearer's voice it used to sound like, I, I shit you not, man. You could probably find videos on YouTube. But it's just it's just crazy writing this. Um, yeah, he'll take over as mayor of Knox County on September 1st and said he will not rule out a special appearance in the ring. As I said, man, I'm really starting to feel like, you know, I live in the movie Idiocracy. Like, who? There's <laughs> wrestlers who become mayors now. And, uh. Uh, we got uh, a guy sitting in the White House tweeting at NBA players about, you know, about how they feel and stuff and about his feelings. It's, uh, it's really weird. It's, uh, it's different, man. Shit is different these days. I don't, I don't understand it, but, you know, ah, <laughs> it is what it is, man. Just keep me all updated on, you know, the sports news that I find entertaining, uh, Johnny Manziel, the uh, former Cleveland Browns quarterback who now plays in the CFL, apparently. He uh, had his debut for the Montreal Alouettes, and he threw four interceptions in the first half, and his final stats were 11 for 20 for 104 yards with no touchdowns. So, yeah, that is... That is pretty much, you know. Yo, real talk. Okay, there were reports alleging that, you know, Charlie Manziel used to be coked up a lot or he used to dabble in the cocaine. Listen, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I've never done it because, listen, I've seen that shit ruin too many people's lives and I don't, you know, it's not my thing for the most part. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, four picks. That nigga probably had a wild party night the night before. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm not saying any of this is true, but damn. How does he get to play in the CFL and Kaepernick still can't get a gig anywhere? And speaking of that, man, uh, there was a big controversy with Madden 19. As I told you, niggas, I haven't played Madden since probably like 2011, so I don't really keep up with this. But, um... Yeah, where they had the song Big Bank, which I believe it might. I don't know what big what song they're talking about because the song I think it is is the um, the one on the new YG album where he has a verse and he shouts out Kaepernick. So that might be the song that they're talking about or the controversy where they took they omitted his name from the song on the video game. Yes. Like, in the news, too, I'm just reporting this to you, just in case you don't know. I don't really care. It is, listen, it's all about the money and the dollars at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> as I say, it's all about the money and the dollars. Listen, I'm not laughing 
at this story, but when I read it, I was just like, yo, that that's kind of nuts, man. Um, if you don't know who uh, Los Angeles Chargers rookie is, uh, it's a dude by the name of uh, Derwin James. I, I don't know who he is personally, but I've never heard of him. As I said, I don't really watch football or don't really partake too much in the sports. But um, <laughs> I'm not laughing, I promise you, man. Um, he was robbed at gunpoint while leaving a Hollywood restaurant. Um, this incident occurred on June 23rd while James and his uncle were walking to his Rolls Royce when two assailants armed with guns snatched his chain and his Rolex. <laughs> I'm, yo, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. Yo, we're getting, nobody getting robbed. It's funny. Because, you know, I don't want to throw that karma out there. Um, that's just crazy, man. I mean, you got a Rolls Royce, man. Like, you, Don't put a target on your back. That goes for everybody just in general in life. Don't put a target on your back. If you put a target on your back, you're just asking for trouble. The people with money don't flash it. Billionaires don't drive Rolls Royces. Some of them. I can't say all of them, but the ones who keep it, they don't really drive those. Um, but he recently signed a four-year, $12.4 million deal that included a $7.1 million signing bonus. And in the story, it said um, he did get in his car to give chase, but uh, three of his tires were slashed. I guess during the robbery or before the robbery to make sure he couldn't get out of there. Hey, this is um, in L.A. Frankly, he's lucky that he left with his life. So um, he should take this as a lesson just in general. I mean, I'm nobody to be giving out lessons or anything, but damn, like this is just reading this article. And I'm like, yo, did he really get in a car and give Chase... <laughs> <laughs> with his uncle in the car. Like, what kind of, yo, you know, <laughs> I hope not. I hope he didn't be like, yo, uncle, get in. We about to go chase these dudes who just robbed us at gunpoint. I don't know if he had a burner. I can't say, I can't speak on that because I don't know, but damn, man. Um, yeah, young man, you are lucky to leave with your life. Just, just, um, just take that as the W that you left with your life, man. It's not really worth it. You just made seven, like, you made some money. Let's just put it like that. I'm not, I don't not count niggas' pockets. I don't know what you leave with after taxes. I ain't never seen no money like that in my life. But, um, yo, you, you got a future, man. Like, chasing niggas over a Rolex and a chain is not really worth it. But this is just from my perspective. You don't got to listen to me, man. Um, I ain't nobody, but it's not it's not worth it. And that goes for anybody out there. Um, if a nigga puts a burner in your face, as a great Troy Terrain would say, a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. Don't get eight, nigga. Don't get eight. You can you can steal that because I stole it from the great Troy Terrain. Just understand that. Um, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, just imagine. <laughs> So all good. Yo, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do that because, no, nah, I don't want to put that karma out there, man. But just imagine 
I take my pops to lunch and some shit like now, man. <laughs> I should have never put that out there, man, because the next thing I know, y'all going to see a world star video of me or some shit like that. Um, Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid Mad City album. It has now spent 300 weeks on the Billboard 200, on the Billboard 200 charts, which is a, it's a record-breaking thing. I think it was only him, Rihanna, and a couple of other people, but the, the album, you know, it was him, Eminem, and um, I think Jay or somebody like that, but um, yeah, salute to him, man. Um, speaking of music. You don't know that uh, Travis Scott dropped Friday, The Astroworld. It's the second album, I believe, The Finished Product. has 17 tracks, all which are solo records. And um, the record Watch, featuring Kanye West and Lil Uzi Vert, is not on the album. So it's, um, yeah, I, I, I listened to it briefly while driving. I didn't really get a good feel of it, I probably will listen to it again. The beat sounded fire. Um, I'm not really of, it's not really my lane of music, to be honest with you, but it is worth a listen, I, I guess. Uh, the album I did listen to, I listened to it probably twice already, is the YG Stay Dangerous album. Uh, that album is actually, it's good. It is good. Um, it, listen, you can't listen. <laughs> Once you reach a certain level, there's certain stuff you can rap about, and it, it's believable. Like He's one of the dudes, I believe. So it is a decent album. The first, like I like all of his work, actually. The first two albums I did appreciate. So I, I appreciate the perspective he's coming from. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that, Please do go take a chance and listen to it. I think a bunch of other albums came out. I think Mac Miller must have came out and some other people as well, but I don't know that for sure. Um, T.I. may have Kanye West production on his upcoming album. Uh, <laughs> and while writing this, no, you know, no shots, no nothing at uh, T.I. or anybody of, this, of that sort. But I, I can't remember the last name of his I can't remember the name of his last album. Nori just released an EP as well called Five E. Like the, the thing here's the thing with artists when you put in the work such as these gentlemen have is that the core fans will listen, but the attention span of the young people and even your core fans is probably diminished. Like, in this era, we are done with albums within a week or two. Like, in certain periods of time, there were albums you would bump for a whole summer. Like, that's so far gone from Drake, I bumped that for a whole summer. That's why I say I might be biased for a Drake. Like, that might be one of the only albums I bumped for a whole summer. And that was the last of that era. I mean, the Get Richard Die Trying album was a phenomenon. That would have broke all kind of streaming numbers if streaming was a thing when that album came out. 
because I think I was having this discussion with somebody, but I remember that album. We drive it. We drove around to like five different spots, and we couldn't get it anywhere. It was sold out everywhere. So if that was, if that had streaming numbers, that would have probably the highest charting of all time. Drake would probably would have broken those records. I ain't even gonna stunt, but it would have been different. Um, yeah, it's just different these days, music wise. That's all I'll say on that. And then other music news: UK drill rapper Incognito was stabbed to death in London, in the Camwell district in South London. He was only 23 years old. He was well known in London's underground rap scene, and it was in the group Moscow 17. He died on the same road as another member of the group who was 17 and got shot back in May. And police are reportedly launching a murder investigation and are treating it as a gang-related incident. So, listen, I'm not saying anything about American rap, but the real gangster rap, I I told y'all, I've been listening to Grime and... um, the London music scene for a minute, ever since uh, Vice Noisy profiled the London artist. So, I mean, I haven't been keeping up to date with it, but I do know Biggs and Gigs and Skepta are and a bunch of other artists that I've listened to. I need to create a Pandora station for them now that I'm speaking of that. But remember, I told y'all that um, the UK drill rap videos popped up on Pornhub after the police wanted them removed from all the public music platforms. So uh, UK drill rap is gangster. Like, it's gangster out in the UK. It might not be a bunch of shootings and stuff, but the stabbings and the acid attacks are very, very real out there. And it's more personal than shooting somebody from up the block or across the street if you want to keep it, like, gangster, gangster. I'm no gangster. Let's just put that out there just for the record. I don't belong to any gang. I'm not affiliated with anybody. And I, I, I salute to everybody, but I, that's not my thing, man. Um, but, yeah, the UK, UK is gangster, man. Um, rest in peace to Incognito, though, with that me writing. That's the end of that story, pretty much. But rest in peace to Incognito, man. If you haven't, if you, haven't, if you don't know who he was, um, you could Google it. And, um, yeah, this is just, oh, oh, yeah, we got to talk about this because this is something, you know, that is, you know, a little bit personal. Well, not personal to me, but this is the shit where I'm like, yo, well, I told y'all the police is the biggest gang in the country and, and they gangster. Like, listen to this shit. Just just listen. There's a, um, it was all over the papers and why I don't think if you're listening to this from somewhere else, you probably have never heard of this story. But if you're in NY, you probably definitely heard of it. Uh, the story of the off-duty NYPD sergeant who shot a man on Thursday morning and claimed he was a would-be robber. Just listen, just listen, man, listen. He told the police that the man walked up to him and said, you're going to die tonight and pretended he had a gun and attempted a robbery. The sergeant was was wearing plain clothes when this incident took place. And he said he offered he offered the man his cell phone and then pulled his gun and shot him twice. I think he shot him in the face too or some some crazy shit like that. 
Listen, I'm not laughing over anybody getting shot or anything of that nature. Trust me. It's not that's not what I'm laughing at. I'm just laughing at the scenario of the whole thing. And in an NYPD press conference, they said um there was no the, the suspect had no firearm. And the guy was only twenty one. And this uh NYPD sergeant just happened to be forty years old or so. And then comes to find out that this is not the first incident that this NYPD sergeant has had with this gentleman for the most part. And it's it's <laughs> Listen, I told y'all the police is gangster. And apparently the the dispute is over a woman or something like that, or alleged allegedly over a woman. Um, the good thing is the whole dispute is caught on camera, and it happened near East New York on East on Livonia Avenue, and um, the man is in the hospital in stable condition, and the sergeant is on modified duty. So, let's get this straight. Sergeant shoots the man, claims he was a robber, but he's had prior issues with this dude over what a woman, as per usual dumb nigga shit over, over, I don't know if it was, the part I'm trying to figure out, and this is why I laugh, is I'm like, yo, is this his, is it over his wife or his daughter? Because I'm trying to, that's the part I'm trying to figure out in general. Cause that that would that I need that clarification over the whole thing. If it was his daughter, all right, I, I understand. It, you might have to shoot a nigga in the face. I understand. If it's over your daughter, I don't have a daughter, so I don't know what it's like. But I could imagine if I did, I might, I might shoot somebody in the face over her. Cause I have a son, and I feel that same way. So if I did have a daughter, I probably would shoot somebody in the face over him. So I need that clarification like more than anything. I need to know if um <laughs> this is where my mind roams. It's not the dude, you know, laid up in the hospital. Like I'm not you know I know he's in stable condition, so I know he's at least all right. But then what my mind really wonders is like, yo, is it over the wife or the daughter? Because if it's over the wife, that's like some real sucker shit. I mean <sighs> Ladies, it's just a small, small, just small break. Uh, we, listen, if we are really fucking with you and like fucking with you, fucking with you, like it, it, we might never tell you because our pride and ego gets in the way. But like, yo, we don't want any nigga touching you. We really don't want you flirting with any niggas. We the same way y'all feel about us doing this shit is how we feel about y'all doing this shit. Except we can't be as vocal about it or else we will be called a bitch or some other foul shit or have it, whatever y'all feel like calling us at that point in time and y'all will call us emotional so we can't do it as much as we would like to. Alright, that's the end of that little ball of knowledge. But, um, yeah. <laughs> the NYPD has questions. They want to, they're, they're probably not going to question them like really, really. He's not going to get the cross-examination that he should get, but 
did, yo, niggas is gangster, yo. Like, you, you, listen, if you think this was a off-the-cuff incident, like it just was a happen chance that these two bumped into each other, if you don't know, like, if the... I, I'm not going to say across the board, but allegedly, if you have... If a police officer has issues with you, and this is not the first incident over where you will find a police officer involved in an incident with somebody and it just, at the root of it, is the nigga's wife or his girlfriend or something of that nature. And if you want to keep it a buck, cops do get away with a lot of shit. I mean, you'll probably never hear the stories, but if you think, if you, all right, just put it like this. Think about it from this perspective. If it was me or any other regular dude who happened to just shoot a nigga in the face after claiming he tried to rob us, we would not be on the streets right now. We would be in jail until, you know, until we could prove our innocence pretty much for the most part, unless you have the money and then you could bypass all of that. No bullshit. I, 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 I can't make this shit up. But this dude, is he just got placed on modified duty, which means they probably took his gun and probably, um, they probably just put him on death duty and took his gun because, you know, he, <laughs> he shot somebody in the fucking face, man. Like, and it's possibly over a woman. Like, that's the that's the part of it where it gets kind of. I just need more information on this, man. I don't know. This is probably the last we will ever hear of it. Pretty much because it was on like the front page of I think the Daily News and the New York Post. So it was a local New York story. I'm not sure if this got any national coverage, but all I will say is if if um any if any of us shot somebody in the face, we would be in jail. But if you're a cop, you don't have to go through that process. The only way to be above the law is to be on the side of the law. And that only works up to a certain extent because, as I told you in the 7-5 documentary, once the IRS or the FBI get involved, your whole shit is done because, listen, you they, they can tell you who runs those three-letter organizations, but they will never tell you who runs those three-letter organizations. That's all I'm going to say about that. But while I'm on this cop shit, uh, this is this story is all alleged because it was just told to me by someone. But there was a cop who, allegedly, this is all allegedly, there was a cop who was on his motorcycle with his side piece. And while on this motorcycle, he gets into an accident and the side piece she sustains injuries and she dies in this motorcycle accident with this cop who has a wife. So the department he works for or wherever the accident took place, they covered up the story and 
I'm not going to get into small details. All I will say is the woman who passed away in the motorcycle accident, her family got paid out. Taxpayer money, no bullshit. Her family got paid out, and the... I don't know if I should be telling this story because this might give me some heat, but the police department pretty much covered up the story, and... Yeah, and it has been confirmed. I'm not going to tell you by who or by what, but cops do have particular badges for wives and girlfriends. And if you don't believe me, you can ask a police officer you know. I don't know if that's just how they rock here in New York. But it's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing, people. It's a, it's a... It's a real thing. It's 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 crazy, man. Um, yeah, this might be this might be the last story for this episode because you know I'm trying to keep it in a time frame that could keep your attention. But yeah, this one I just when I read it, I'm just like, yo, <laughs> here's the fucked up part: is that I laughed while reading it, but I like I feel it's a tragic story. An eight year old boy has died. I will tell you that, and I am wrong for laughing. I promise you that much. Um, here is the here is the story of this this tragic eight year old boy um, who who passed away. Oh, um, um. Uh, hold on, I'll, uh, you're gonna hear a click. This isn't gonna be another sorry for the click show. I really need to learn how to edit. And having baby, having a baby mama is some shit. Let me tell you, fellas, wear your rubbers. Um, as I was saying, as I was getting into the story, it's a horrible story. A eight year old boy has died. Um, but here is the story. Uh, is the father is a piece of shit. Let me. T- <laughs> Let me just say that off top. I'm not judging anybody, but just from the reader of the story, he seems like a piece of shit. Like a real gem of a guy, you know? It's just a piece of shit, you know? Um, yeah. So and the father, this is why I say the father is a piece of shit, man. Um, this is Indiana, first of all. Indiana is just one of those states where, you know, the fuck goes to Indiana? Yeah? The Pacers, that's about it. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know who else. Salute to Indiana for whatever. Anyway, uh, the father, he allegedly refused to call police after his son ate his methamphetamine after mistaking it for cereal. Yeah, I'm going to get through this story. I, pro- I promise you. I'm not I'm not laughing at the death. Just understand that off top. I'm not. Um, an eight-year-old boy died. After he had more than 180 times the lethal amount of meth in his system from the toxicology report. Here's the piece of shit, father. The 41-year-old Curtis Gilbert Coleman is the boy's father and allegedly left allegedly left several grams of meth on a plate that his son thought was... <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not. That his son thought was cereal. In my head, 
I'm like, yo, what kind of cereal? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what cereal looks like crystal meth, but I can't off the top of my head. Um, think of what, all right, let me get back. <laughs> that was fucked up, man. Um, it is a piece of shit, father, man. He saw that around 10 a.m. He noticed his son looked sick, and uh, he called a friend to come look at him. Uh, and here's where shit goes left, and the father really goes like into piece of shit mode. Is that uh, when a friend suggested calling 911, instead of doing so, the father ripped the phone out the wall, grabbed the gun from the other room, and threatened to kill himself, his friend, and the son. So instead of calling 911 because your son is sick from the meth that you left out and he ate that you want to kill yourself and everybody. I'm not saying I don't know what race these people are. I don't know. That's really none of my business. I don't know. But I can, I'm just guessing from the story that he's not black, but I don't know. So I can't, like, I'm not saying anything. But don't kill everybody. That is the message from my shows. If, if of all y'all crazy dudes, don't kill everybody. Let me get back into the story, man. He threatened to kill everybody in the house. Um, <laughs> he didn't do it. He didn't do it, though. He didn't do it. So, he is a piece of shit, but we got to give him credit for not killing everybody in the goddamn house. <laughs> Yo. Um, <laughs> he took the boy to his parents' house and then uh, fled. And uh, the grandparents called 911. And after the boy was taken to the hospital, he was um, pronounced dead. Police caught the father on this past Thursday evening and charged him with failure to re failure to register as a sex offender stemming from a 2006 D felony for sexual misconduct with a minor. And as I was writing that, I'm like, wait, did they arrest him for the, because he killed his son too? Or is it just for the... <laughs> Just for the felony. The felony is wrong too. Like, don't don't do that. You don't do that to underage kids. But I mean, like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck is wrong with these people? Um, he's facing twenty to forty years in prison if convicted. It's, it's a horrible, horrible, tragic, tragic story. An eight-year-old boy is now gone after his father left his meth out. And um, and the boy ate it. Uh, shit, man, it's fucked up, man. I couldn't think of no shit like that. Like I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine, you know, the the the, the angst, or you know, the the guilt. I don't listen. I don't know if meth heads feel guilt, so I can't give him that kind of credit. But uh, yeah, man, that's 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 real fucked up, man. That you got to be responsible for not only being a pedo, but also <laughs> this is what I fucked up, man. Like I gotta end this show cause just because like I should not be laughing during this story, and it's fucked up that I'm laughing. But like, 
for the father, for the piece of shit father. Like he's now, he's a pedo and he's in jail for killing his son. But like I can't imagine the guilt he feels because he's responsible essentially for his son's death. So it's um, it's one of those things where, you know, it's just wrong. It's just a fucked up story, man, because the eight-year-old boy is now gone. And as I say, the kids are innocent. They didn't do anything to anyone in regards to the whole manner. Um, it's just fucked up, man. And then on the other light, you know, this is where my fucked up mind is is wrong. And there's nothing to laugh about, to be honest. I wasn't laughing at the story, but I'm just like, God damn, like who leaves the meth out on a on a on a <laughs> I've never done meth. I've never done any of that crazy cracker shit. But I mean it's just it's it's just weird, man. What kind of cereal are you buying this kid that um <laughs> that looks like crystal meth, man? Yeah, I'm going to hell. I'm wrong, man. Um, but yeah, all right. Here's my take from it, and this is like you know, just my it's just my way to shit on like the justice system. I think a little bit, but I I don't know for sure for sure. But it's just it's just questions I have. I'm like I'm not saying like he deserves leniency, but like isn't 25 years enough? Like 20 to 40 is just ridiculous. I think the 25 is enough. Like he'll be. 66 if he does the whole 25 and that's 25 years to like sit without crystal meth i don't think you could get crystal meth in the bing but you could probably get anything in the bing um but yeah he has 25 years to sit soberly and think about how he's responsible for essentially killing his son which is you know wrong on all lights Especially the crystal meth part. I think it's fucked up. It's fucking eight year old old deed on crystal meth. Um Yeah, but you know, twenty five years is enough, man. Like what the fuck is a double life sentence anyway? Like you only get one of you only get one life out this bitch. Like how do you sentence somebody to double life? Like what does that even mean? Like we know you only get one life, but you did something so horrible, we're gonna give you two. And who pays for all that time? Like, do they get prepaid for this time from the state? Like, are we still paying for these people after death? It seems like a dumb question, and it's probably the answer is probably no, but it might be yes because we live in a dumb fucking world where, you know, we say about we care about kids, but then we got kids mistaking crystal meth for breakfast cereal and shit. <laughs> but yeah, you're like yo. Listen, and in the end, it's like, you know, 25 years is enough. You know, let's not be drastic with the 40. Niggas don't even, like, live that long, especially the criminal type. Like, those niggas is not making it till 80 or 90. At least I don't think so. Maybe if they in jail because they get provided better care in jail than they do out on the streets, pretty much. But it's just different, man. Um you do hear stories of people like robbing banks just to go to jail just so they can get a checkup and get free health care. But, it, it, yeah, that, that that's a bit excessive, man. Like, nobody, nobody should get 80 years in jail. Because as I just stated, like, most 
Most people don't live that fucking long. Like if you go to jail when you're 20, you give somebody 80 years, the nigga's not going to survive till 100 in jail anyway. And I don't know if this in the seniors' ward there are any 90-year-olds. So throwing numbers like that at niggas and just crushing their spirit is not really, you know, it's not really conducive to anything, and it doesn't make any sense when you think about it. Like, y'all could tell me I'm wrong. Y'all could tell me to go fuck myself and tell me giving somebody triple life, uh, you know, with no possibility of parole makes sense. Like, what what is the what is the, even the stipulation or clause of with no parole even mean when you said, like, I'm giving you three life sentences? So even if you die and come back to life twice, we still ain't letting you out. It's the fucking dumbest shit ever. Um, but that is the justice system in this fucking place called idiocracy that I live in. R.I.P. to that eight-year-old boy, though, man. Um, it's fucked up, man. I couldn't even imagine the grief and anguish. I mean, I imagine at first he was probably more mad that he didn't have any meth left. <laughs> I know this is just me imagining. I don't know meth heads. I, I don't hang around them that much. But I, he probably got mad at the little thing first. Like you hate my drugs, man. And then he then he then you know he thought about calling out one one and then he ripped the phone out the wall and then threatened to kill everybody because you know that's what meth heads do or whatever. I don't know. As I said, I don't know. I don't be around meth heads. But fuck, man. Like this is it's just a tragic story. But yeah, the justice system is shitty. 80 years is just unrealistic. Double life with no parole is just, it just sounds fucking dumb if we're going to keep it all the way 100. Um, yeah, and this is this place called idiocracy that, you know, we all now live in and it is what it is, you know? That's, that is just, uh, it's just, it's just some bullshit, man. Uh, yeah, you know what? That's it, man, because I feel like I've already gone to hell with you just, you know, finding a way to find light and humor in the fact that an eight-year-old boy thought his, thought his dad's crystal meth was Frosted Flakes. And that line right there just lets me know I am more fucked up in the head than I can ever imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Listen, I uh, if you listen to this and you appreciate it, I appreciate you because I sometimes I don't even know where this shit was going. This was just a all over the fucking place show, but you know, this one is for the laughs, man. The other shit is I've been too serious lately. I had to um, I had to bring it back down to a level, you know, that everyone could understand. Everybody ain't all into the politics and all that shit. But all the bullshit, like niggas getting robbed, walking to their Rolls Royce and uh, crystal meth for breakfast. Just, you know, niggas understand that for some reason. As I said, I apologize for the click in the show. If there is a click, I don't know. I got to listen to this shit. And I got to start listening to my rebroadcast and see how crazy I fucking sound. But um, I do appreciate you listening. If you don't know, this is PC Podcast, VOG Podcast. At DHF818 is the Twitter handle. Derek H. Flint is the Instagram name. 
And as I always say, y'all don't need my Facebook. Uh, it's been a long time since I gave a salute. Salute to Shampoo Heavy for sniffing that girl's chair. At the end of Ask Shampoo, episode number 13 on the Quiet Room channel. And, uh, yeah, Uncle Shammy. A shammy. Shammy. Uh, salute to Star, a.k.a. Troy Terrain. And salute to Queens Flip as well. Uh, those are the dudes who I follow. And one day I will be on all three of their shows. And that's when I will feel like I made it a, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Within a year, that's what I'm hoping. But I, I, I listen, nothing set in stone. And I, who knows what the fuck is going to happen. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening. PC Podcast, VOG Podcast. We out, chill. Yeah, one.